Welcome to another episode of The Dragon and That Sucker. Today we will be bringing you content that will be exactly like last week, which is about absolutely nothing. Enjoy! Alright, Tori, give me the countdown. Alright, the countdown is one, go. But, uh, uh, let me let me restart. Let, count down from one. Can you like start at one and go down? All right. Ready? Ready. One. Go. I think you were counting up again. Let's try it. Let's just one last time, and and we'll we'll jump right in. Five, four. No, no, from four. one. One, five, four, three, two. Welcome to Tadats, everybody. So glad you made it. Uh, we are very excited for this next episode. We've got a very cool guest joining us. We're going to, well, I'm going to let her introduce herself here in just a little bit, but uh, we are just stoked to be here. I am grateful to uh, have my podcast host, that sucker, with me. Thank you, Tori, a.k.a. the man, a.k.a. magic man, a.k.a. the guy who doesn't stop but brings it and then stops and brings it again aka we don't do akas anymore aka how's it going brother oh man that was outstanding cody thank you so much for that introduction i am wonderfully well how are you doing cody you know i'm good it's been a, a very interesting couple of weeks uh very excited to be in 2022 and jumping into this this adventure with you uh, in the new year. And gosh, I mean, we've, we've broken the 35 episode range and it is exciting that we have made it this far. We are going to continue to push this forward and, and uh, yeah, just stoked, man. Hey man, that, that is quite, quite a feat for us to somehow accomplish 35 episodes and to get people like Carolyn to come on and grace us with their presence and instead of you know doing something else more productive with their time so we're we're truly thankful and blessed mm -hmm. that we could have people join us on this journey and we all want to know one thing cody why do you call yourself the dragon uh it goes way 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 back uh and that's why fair enough excellent so with no introduction shall we introduce Carolyn. Yeah, let's let's without any introduction introduce our guest who probably doesn't need any introduction. Uh, Carolyn is uh, just an absolutely connected human being, very creative, very inspirational, the type of person that uh, you can connect with at many levels. And uh, she and I had met, like I said, back back in uh, May 2021. Uh, and when you said what you you. You said that you, like you said, you and her had met way back when. When did way, when, way, way back when, when did you say this prior to now? Uh, in a pre-recording, and I'm gonna just take that pre-recording and just dump it in here. So it's a recorded pre-recording. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure because for our audience who's not aware that you had this conversation previously, we just need, we need to make sure that we reference that. Yeah, yeah at some good. point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll footnote it. Okay. Um, to cliff note it in the uh, podcast. Excellent. And I may just blast some music over that statement and then 
I'll have to, of course, share the copyright and uh, artist for that music. Essentially, it's just going to snowball. That's what I'm saying. Or it could be bonus material that you release at a later time. We could do that. I okay. don't know. Carolyn, uh, we, we welcome you. We, we, welcome- we, are, we are clearly <laughs> struggling right now and confused as to what's going on. Carolyn, do you mind jumping in? Yeah. I don't. And Cody, you know, it could be that you know me from way, way back because my first memory is from me being up at the Heavenly Meadows enveloped in light and sunshine and good feeling feelings with my peers just learning and playing and basically being happy and at one until one day god source whatever you want to call it came and said hey you guys we need some volunteers we have a problem down on earth seems like men and women don't get along they don't know how to connect and it's just a mess and before i knew it my hand was raised and they got me a free ticket down to here. So, you know, we might have met up there. Who knows? Wow. It is possible. Anyway, but I'm very yeah, curious. Was, uh, the free ticket you're talking about, um, was it was it trolley? Was it uh, rail car, uh, cab? How, how did you, Uber, Lyft? No, 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 no. It was down the Rainbow Bridge, just on a super gotcha. long slide into my mother's belly. And then out the birth came <laughs> Oh, that sounds, I don't know if that was yep. free. That's, that sounds like that costs a lot. That yeah, made... and you know, when, when you raised your hand and volunteered to come down here to the earth to help people with their relationship problems, of course it would make sense that you would be thrown into a family where you could experience all kinds of relationship problems, right? So, yeah, mm. so sometimes I, 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 I scratch my head and think, like, why did I raise my hand, please? Why did I scratch? <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, what we like to call that here on on Tadats is on the job training. Yeah. JT. Absolutely. Yep. Ongoing, never ending. Excellent. So Cody, tell me about Carolyn. Wow. Very creative, very connected, very driven person. Uh Carolyn from every interaction that she and I have ever had has uh, her sights on on looking forward and pressing forward bringing people together. She presents herself as very comfortable in groups and meeting people as well as kind of taking herself away and recharging and building her energy back up. I would definitely call her a spiritual person as well as an energy person, like connecting with people's energy and vibing really cool, really well with people uh, in all types of environments. Carolyn has traveled all over the world uh, and she's been doing so many different things in her life that uh, I just think it's great to have her on here to share the story, her purpose, uh, and, and what's going on with, with her relationship, Facebook group, and her business that she's building, and, and brand that she's building. Excellent, excellent. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, in, in looking at her website, like she's gotten some, some serious creds, you know, Huffington Post, Fox Business, Bloomberg Television. So this is uh, clearly, you know, you're making some traction. Carolyn and yeah, um, thanks. I think I was one of the first people who talked about how to use energy and business on a business channel. On TV. Wow, that's 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 powerful. <laughs> Tell that us about powerful. how that came about. No, 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 wait a minute, Cody. Wait a I minute, I gotta know. I want to know about these pictures on her website because she looks so happy. Tell us about why you're so happy in your pictures. <laughs> well, um, that's a really good question. As I kind of hinted at, my my earlier years were not that easy. I actually struggled with addictions 
pretty badly from 10 to 20. And um, so just having survived that and having been able to get to a place in my life where I feel more or less free, not that I don't still have negative voices in my head and so forth, but I've really helped, I've been able to get to my, to my, get myself to a place where I'm living my purpose and I'm pretty much really doing what I came here to do. And that's, that's hugely satisfying. You know, when, when, when you had a lot of times where you were, for me, you know, I was doing dishes and diapers and not making any money and struggling and feeling like I had this greater purpose and just not knowing how it was going to come about. And that's probably the reason, the main reason why. Well, I tell you what, um, Looking at those pictures, um, you know it 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 does it does generate some 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 emotions of 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 hope and warmth Good. and Good. Uh, and and positivity. And Good. The way you just embrace yourself, it makes me wonder: Are you a narcissist? <laughs> well, if I am one, that I am one in service of humanity. <laughs> that is that is a dangerous narcissist. I'll tell you that is. You, not doing it very well. I, the I think there's, a, there's actually a name for it. And, oh, God. Oh God, I'm not going to have to do with, like, so, not sophisticated. Maybe it'll come to me. But anyway. Well, you know, some people argue that Mother Teresa is really the biggest narcissist of all times because, um, she, you know, even though she helped all these people, she really did it because that's what made her happy. Right. Mm. right. And and even if she was like, what's wrong with that? She's helped a lot of people. That's true. That's true. And oh, yeah. no one's been able to confirm that's the case. I would <laughs> argue that that was a byproduct of her willingness and sacrificial ways. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Cody. So take that. Well, I took it, and uh, I took it to the <laughs> bank. Actually, I'll be I'll be honest. I'm just waiting in line right now. That's how far I took it. I'm pretty uh, sure you're not waiting in line right now recording a podcast, Cody, because they wouldn't allow that because they don't give you access to their Wi-Fi. Excuse me, sir. Pardon me. What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> I got it. We're good. We're back. All right, everybody. We are back. Carolyn, it is it is very cool. Yeah, Tori you know, is experiencing you through the website that I had shared with him. And uh, and we're, you know, we're, again, very excited to have you here. And you, know, you never know who you're connecting with and who you're touching uh, through, you know, all the, the medium of podcasting as well as uh, being on social media and, and, uh, and, and joining groups like, like we're a part of. Um, and Tori, I agree. Carolyn does look very happy, but I can promise you she looks more happy in person, <laughs> especially oh, when she, especially when she's covered in mud. Oh, I'll take your word for it, Cody. I'll take yes, your word for it. Yeah. I've got pictures to prove it. So, uh, anyway, Carolyn, yeah, so you've had some really cool experiences and, and I am absolutely curious myself, uh, about you know, being on TV and, and more about your journey to get to where you're at with attracting married couples and, and looking at saving and, and, and lifting up marriages and bringing people together. Yeah. So the, I think the common denominator in my story is like energy because, what, what helped me overcome the addictions was a, a, a form of energy work. What helped me get out of a very negative... So, so about 10 years ago, I really hit a low point where um, I was facing a divorce. My adrenals had given out. I had a 16-month-old and a 6-year-old, and both had a lot of energy. And 
I didn't even have energy to do the dishes or the diapers at that point. I wasn't living their purpose. And so basically it was just a, a complete shit show. And um, I woke up one day. Well, I didn't wake up. I broke down one day and got catapulted out of my body, literally. My, my soul was hovering under the ceiling, looking down on me. My kids were on top of me crying because they didn't, they couldn't, you know, they, they were scared. Um, and it all happened within seconds. And in that moment, whatever the energy is that, that keeps us all going told me, you're not done here. You need to seriously go into the pursuit of pleasure and, and start developing pleasure, pleasure intelligence. And I was like, well, what the heck? <laughs> mm, <laughs> what wow. So I was basically invited to, to start creating my life from a place that felt good and right to me. For those of you that, that, have ever done something where you just really got, went by your own gut and not what, what everybody else thought or wanted you to do, you know that that takes courage. But, you know, I had nowhere else to go. So I just took all my courage and just committed to practicing that as a way of living. And within a very short amount of time, um, things had turned around very quickly and I was starting to live my purpose and starting to serve people and starting to have energy and starting to have better relationships. And uh, it all came just from understanding that we don't have power over other people. We don't have power over our, our outer circumstances, but we do have power over our own state of being. And our own state of being has a lot to do with our energy. So most of us, when we go into a room and there's somebody who's angry or mad, we can feel it, right? It kind of sucks the air out of the room. Mm -hmm. To the contrary, when you're happy, right, people feel uplifted by you and it's the same with yourself when when you're in a good state of being when you're in like if we plugged you in into a measuring device that could measure electricity if you were in a high vibrational state of being which would measure around 500 you would be a very different being and you'd attract very different things than somebody who when you plug them into a measuring device is at 200 for example and there's people i've done research i haven't done the research i've just stumbled upon all this stuff and put it to good use in my life and then started sharing it because um, it's been so beneficial for myself. And and here's the thing, you know, paradise is a beautiful place, but it's not fun when you're there by yourself. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. Yeah. So let, let me make sure I, I heard this correctly. Pleasure intelligence. Uh -huh. I have never heard those two words ever used together before. Can you break that down for us? Yeah, so basically we all are invited to develop a pleasure IQ and the, which is which is your level of ability to allow pleasure in all areas of your life. We're kind of trained to think that, you know, um, chocolate and shopping and sex and those things are, are the pleasures of life. And I'm not saying that they're not, but compared to what's available to us in, in greater schemes of things like really living your purpose, really um, experiencing your, your full potential, um, eating chocolate kind of pales. So we need to kind of shift out of instant gratification and being just happy with little things into a way bigger way of living. And that's actually where the couples work comes in because mm. I believe, and, and this is kind of out there and you can take it or leave it, but this is just what I believe. And I'm not super Christian, but I was raised... Um, Lutheran in Germany, in Germany. So I believe that Jesus and Mary Magdalene, that they were lovers, that they were a couple, and that they knew how to make love in a very specific way that gave them a lot of energy. And because 
they had that kind of energy, they were able to perform miracles together through their union. So, so I'm going to just pause here for a moment. Hold, that hold is, on. I'm, that I'm is, picking my brain up off the floor. Yeah, you pick your oh, brain up off the floor. Just put it back in here. I am going to refute everything that Carolyn just said because being a staunch Christian that I am, I can tell you unequivocally because I have the scripture that Jesus and Marilyn Magnon were a couple and they had children. Actually, there's a movie out called The Da Vinci Code that proves it. Yeah. <laughs> it's scripture and the movie. <laughs> Don't mess. No, but 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 that that is that is phenomenal. And just again, creating a pleasure IQ or even even the concept of a pleasure IQ. Um I never would have thought those two words would go together. And and it to your point, Carolyn, most people, when they think of pleasure, because our brains are in the gutter, we immediately go to what goes on in the bedroom. Um, but then once you leave the bedroom, it starts to get very scarce as far as what else is pleasure. I mean, you mentioned chocolate, you mentioned shopping, but you know, I'll tell you right now, most men aren't going to go to a basketball game together, which they enjoy doing or go to the bar and watch a football game together and drink a beer, which they enjoy doing, they will never use the word pleasure in that context. From so, now on, I'm going to use that though. And, what, I'm, and I'm if you do to. that, Cody, I'm going to tell Sorry. you right now, I'm going to take your man card. Okay. Right now. Tori, you will be emasculated on your own podcast. If you do that, Tori, I'll just be honest with you. My pleasure IQ with you was like 150 the other day. Oh, good. Talking is, is glorious. Thank you. See, Carolyn, that's what I do. Bring isn't, him. It, isn't it pleasurable to, to just create like speechlessness? It's a goal. It's a goal. If I can get him on mute, uh, it's, you know, then, then I get a chance to uh, share, share my wisdom. The, it is true though. Uh, I've never heard uh, pleasure IQ, pleasure intelligence till tonight. Well, you can't because it's what I came up with, or I mean, it came to not I came up, it came through me basically. I don't claim that I came up with it, but it just came through me, and I started applying it, and then I became a living example. And then I was like, I gotta share this with people because I want people with me. I want people to be happy with me. I believe that all of our shared purpose is to have the best experiences here that we can have. That's that's our purpose. And ultimately, we didn't come here to suffer, you know. And wow. and Tori the. Carolyn has such an incredible story uh, and background that uh, to see her live into this purpose is, is pretty phenomenal. And I, I don't have a, I don't have a good before picture, only a before story from what she shared with me uh, in Florida. And I'll tell you, impressive. So thank you for joining again. Before I before I kind of uh, go on a a bit of a one two three question. An answer yeah, it's, it's too soon for that so we, we need I, to, we, I, we, I have to well i have to grill me now? are you gonna grill me now it's, too, it's, too, it's too soon cody we need to relax again okay, we're still breaking really the ice like... we're still breaking the ice we're still getting to know each other okay you know listen you can't listen. Go, you can't go in like that on the first date cody i've already i've already gotten feedback on this podcast we need to move it along okay? <laughs> it's not even released are you, are you are you still in the line in the bank <laughs> Sorry, sir. 
Listen, listen, I need, I just need a hundred bucks. You okay. see what I got to deal with on a, on a, on an hourly basis, Carolyn. Yeah. When he answers his phone, I do not call every hour. Okay. I'm ish. What uh, I just played in my mind, Cody, just because we aren't actually talking doesn't mean I'm not having an experience with you. That's running through my mind and causing me anguish and not pleasure. The reality is your pleasure IQ when you're talking with me does shoot up to that you know, 115 range. See, the trick with split when somebody has a high pleasure IQ is that they will find a way to make anything or find a way to do the most pleasurable thing or do things in the most pleasurable way that they can. So if you don't like having general boring phone conversations, you just turn them into comedy. You already used your pleasure IQ very well because you created, found a way to make things pleasurable to yourself. Oh, if my wow. mic would, if my mic would detach from my boom, I would drop it on the ground right now. Wow, <laughs> that is that is absolutely profound, and I never thought about it in that way. That is, whew, all right. So, Cody, being that you are a foremost expert of relationships and mm-hmm. connections, and Apparently, pleasure because your IQ is so high. I, Apparently, I, I would want to. I guess I'm. I'm kind of curious to find out who has a higher pleasure IQ between you and Carolyn. Carolyn, most definitely. Are you sure? I'm, you seem pretty confident about your your levels. I definitely have a high level. I just uh, as as she is the uh, conduit for the creation of that um, that definition and that those statements i just can't take ownership uh, and and claim to be number one i mean like i could you know, sometimes maybe be like one a to carolyn's one but never just straight number one but, but Cody, you figured something out because actual just like being able to connect and having true connection is one of the most pleasurable things it doesn't cost a thing why do you think like right now what's going on is going on with so much disconnection because that's where where we get disempowered, right? When we are connected, we are super mega powerful and feel good and are um, unbeatable basically, right? As a human. Do you find that when you're in that state that you're you're healthier physically? Oh, yeah. You know, I I have a lot of studies on neuroscience and stuff like that because I like kind of geeking out on that stuff. And there's lots of um, studies that show how somebody who has true connection chronic pain goes away depression goes away they live longer their digestion goes better their their breathing goes better their brain goes better children's children that have a um a secure attachment because there's one person that they connect with primarily their brain develops much differently and they're much better able to um free free think and problem solve later and and the list just goes on and on and on and on and on that's fantastic. Mm, that's wow. really cool. Yeah. It's funny because based based on everything that that Carolyn just said, Cody, it seems like this world is built to go against that. Uh, it doesn't sound like this world is a big fan of everybody, you know, enjoying pleasure and therefore prospering mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. It, it seems like suffering is the name of the game. Matter of fact, the movie just came out. Uh, at the end of December, and that was the whole premise of it was, you know, the the, the powers that be figured yeah. out the best way to create a simulation for 
certain creatures was to inject suffering. And when they did that, these creatures responded even better from an energetic level than they did when they tried to create a perfect world. So that's 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 quite fascinating that for for us to flourish, it's almost it's almost, you know, an oxymoron to the world we live in. Yeah, and I think you know, I think people in power know this, and that's why they've created so much disconnection because that way, you know, we're much we as the sheeple are much more manageable and they can move forward with their agenda. They know all of this, you know, they have a high pleasure IQ, they know these energetic principles. They're the first ones that ate organic, they're the first ones that make sure they have clean air to breathe. They know all of these things, you know. Wow. That 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 is true. I, I do I do think that people that are connected and, and that are kind of running the show have a bit of an advantage and understand a lot more about what the power of connection. Tori introduced me to his people, your people, his people. I, I forget how to say that. I'm not sure what you're talking about. My, right people, now, Cody. my I, people. I have no idea what you're referring to. It's a, it's a group of your, your friends. They're called my people, right? People like you, you know what I'm saying? Wait, like me? Yeah, yeah. Your your kind of people. You know, your friends. My kind of people. Yeah, you know, like the people that like you. Like Carolyn? Well, yeah, like she would be in the now, now going forward. So she would be my people. Yeah, well, I think so. <laughs> I'm trying to figure well, anyway. The connection that Tori has with his close friends is uh is a marvel. I don't have friends that date back as far as as Tori has friends that date back, and in fact, it, you call them your brothers and your cousins, and it's not uh, it, it's no joke. It, really tight, and and there's a lot of uh, respect that comes along with that from from his his group of friends, and I I feel blessed to be a part of that. But it's very interesting that you said that you know that there comes creativity, there comes uh, you know. The free thinking yeah. with that connection. Yeah. And Darwin wants to be wrong. You know, it's not survival of the fittest, it's survival of the one that knows how to create alliances and have connection. And that's who survives mm. in the long run. Mm. Alliances and connections. That's, that's a really good, that, that's very, very, very cool statement. Thank you. Well, Carolyn, you probably have already figured this out being around Cody the amount of time you have, even though it's, it's, it's quantitatively quantitatively a very short amount of time um qualitatively you can tell that cody has this kindred spirit just just amazing spiritual connection with people and that just draws people to him and uh why is it that people like cody exist oh i can answer that but Cody, Cody, you're not Carolyn. Okay, so I'm asking Carolyn no, his, a question. His parents made love at some point, and then he was conceived and born. I feel like that's an oversimplification. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, that that was. I remember that that uh, their intercourse when you I was couldn't born. have remembered mm -hmm. because you were stuck in some ball sack somewhere. No, no, trust me. <laughs> I, I had to bring it back on to sex on story. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me. Believe me. You remember it. In fact, I remember we talked about it for a, a good couple days. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, Carolyn remembers you no, being you, in that I, I remember you being your dad's Yeah, ball. yeah. We were, we were all hanging out. 
Carolyn reminded me of the the time that we all hung out. Oh, there's no way I was in your dad's ball sack. That's impossible. No, 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 no. You're you're watching from a spiritual perspective because it was oh, so heavenly meadows. I was the, watching your dad's ball sack from a spiritually meadows. I'd be careful. I'd be careful. You're gonna meet him again, and that's oh. all you're gonna think about. <laughs> Carolyn, tell wow. tell me tell me this though. Yes, I am a connected person. Um and and I think that that's you know again why Tori and I put this podcast together is that that's kind of the way we are uh, just very naturally. We just went through and talked about uh, on a just a previous episode about connection being lost and the challenge of mm-hmm. of uh, that being lost because people are seeking credibility and and looking for their own way to gain notoriety through social media. Um, yeah, it's like you know, ego always wants to make make you believe that you're separate and that you have to just take care of yourself and that that's the way that's the way to happiness. But it's not true that uh, you know we can either listen to the ego or we can listen to our heart. We can't do both. I have found that when I listen to my ego, things don't go so well, especially in relationships. Mm-hmm. When I listen to my heart, things go better. I'm happier. Do you um, would like you? Me- would you agree that ego is just an acronym for edging God out? Um, I've never heard it, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Cody came up with it. That's good. I never heard that before in my life. <laughs> well, just take the credit. <laughs> oh, my bad. It's the alcohol talking. I, it was somebody who said that. My, Where my are we bad. at? <laughs> Stir. Coming through. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's it's cool that you know we understand organ i think people understand organically that you know connection is is critical to you know intimacy and and it's critical for creativity and 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 kind of flowing through this life in a in a very productive and positive way mm-hmm. um how did how did it you know, from that that moment when you were at the out of body and you were you were told you still have time, how did you develop? What what tactically did you do to put this content together? What were the things that you did on purpose and kind of how you framed your life to focus so well on this topic and and get the inspiration? Um, really, the first thing was to just allow myself to make decisions based on what felt right and good in my body. So it was kind of predicated on learning to come back into my body and it had to do with just having sensual experiences like when I was under the shower to allow myself to feel the water on my skin I was doing anything I could to start feeling like literally having like sensual experiences being inhabiting this body because I had lived my life very much from you know from the neck upwards and not connected and you can't you can't feel you can't feel your gut if you're not connected to your gut right so that was yeah. kind of like and then um I'm trained in a in an energy work modality that's called family constellations, and I tra- and I train people, and I trained friends, and got sessions from them. So that helped a lot with shifting my own energy. And then I started developing the pleasure IQ concept. Then I realized, and and things just started coming together. You know, I mm-hmm. I started learning about energetic levels, and somebody else had created a scale of consciousness. Dr. David Hawkins, awesome, awesome guy, is no longer living, but he basically measured all kinds of states of being and figured out that shame and guilt 
are two of the lowest vibrational states of being. And so, you know, pieces came together. So I'm like, okay, I have to like figure out, figure out a way to get rid of shame and guilt. And then the next piece was like, okay, you know, the, the part where we're most in conflict within ourselves is actually our own inner feminine and masculine. So then I tried to figure out a way how to, you know, heal my own inner feminine and masculine. And then, then it came to like my creativity and my, my, how do I actually get stuff done in this world and push my career forward and all of that. And I ended up with, you know, needing to do a lot of sexual healing and because our, our sex, sexual energy is our life force. And if we have trauma and we all have uh, a certain amount of trauma just by, you know, our physical body and sexuality being so made bad and in society. And, and so it just all came together over a few years time and working with people and learning and being shown stuff. And then the final piece was coming across a book that's called Cupid's Poison Arrow. And in that book, the woman that wrote the book, her experience was very similar to mine where relationships would start out great. Guys would love her and like her. And then within a few months, it would just all go to smithereens. And she just, she just wouldn't accept that as a reality. And she started asking around and asking her friends that were in happily long-term marriages. She thought and found out that, even though they were in marriages, they had no sex anymore. And I was like very confusing altogether. And mm. and she found out by just coincidence that actually we as human beings have two programs for lovemaking. One that leads to separation and a lot of either like ending up in the roommate zone or being on a constant roller coaster and um, relationship deteriorating because of the drama. Mm. And then there's another program that we don't know of that leads to a really, really strong connection that has to do with our hormones and our, I mean, literally the bonding system that a mother and a child has, we as adults can have that too amongst ourselves. And when when I found that piece and started practicing that with my partner at the time, um, a lot of, it was just very eye-opening and, and kind of the missing piece to why my relationships had, had had been so volatile and um, fragile. Mm. Yeah, so you know, uh, it just got puzzled together, basically. <laughs> yeah, wow. but it's it 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 is yeah puzzled together a little bit, but it all comes down to what I'm hearing is it all comes down to the energy. Your energy was focused in this direction, and so yes. because you focused it in that direction, people were coming into your life and into your you know and experiences oh, and knowledge. I left out a very pertinent part. So when I had my outer body experience, I was sent back into my body and for an entire week, I was suspended in a complete state of enlightenment. So I could just, I could just, I would totally understand how the universe works. It's hard to, to explain now, but I would think of something and that something would appear and I couldn't even, I couldn't determine whether I first thought of something and then it appeared or it appeared and then I realized I wanted it. Like, it was just very clear that manifesting really has to do with our energy. When we're in a completely surrendered state, things we're just completely in the flow and our life is magical. So I had that experience for an entire week and then it stopped. And so ever since then, I'm like, I got to find a way to get back there, you know, and then yeah. I have to tell people. Wow. <laughs> Did, yeah. I would have, I would have asked like, you know, how I would could, could build a Ferrari from, scratch or something i'm pretty sure i would have not gone down the the best road <laughs> ferraris are pretty cool cody first of all ferraris are pretty cool second of when, all 
they're no Teslas though. Okay. They're they're not Teslas, but they are pretty cool. So I I would have thought you would have shot higher than a Ferrari personally. No, 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 no. I, I'm that's kind of the point I'm making is that if it were laid out in front of me, my very first thing probably would have been a little bit wasteful at the time. Unlike Carolyn, who grabbed a hold of it and wants to get it back. That's actually super deep uh, for my brain to even comprehend, Carolyn. And I understand that, you know, energy and that, you know, all things are energy. Uh, I, it, I understand it. But just getting that sense and, and hearing the way that you took a hold of that and really have just poured yourself into it. And it's, it's an intense so, Carolyn, being that your your energy levels are just off the Richter, do people just call you like Red Bull? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they will call me like the Energizer Bunny sometimes. Or people also really comment on, even though I have a lot of energy, I'm also very calm at the same time, you know? Mm. So they, okay. they call me more like an ocean, like an ocean. Gotcha. That, think gotcha. that is a very good description. Is it? Is it Cody? It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, under pressure, learning new things, getting hot, sweaty, and muddy, and ripping out <laughs> tree trunks and, and debris from an acre of, of land. Oh, uh, so she's doing this in the ocean? No, she's just, her energy is just consistent and flowing, and it has the ebb and flow. And like, you can be calm and you can be excited around Carolyn. You know, like you can stay energized and, and, you know, she's a very grounding type person uh, at the same, at all at the same time, while just like very naturally and organically affirming and, and uh, encouraging of other people. Very curious brain. Carolyn is mm. a very curious brain. Thanks uh, you know. for saying that. I was at a dinner the other day and somebody shared that they had a really good night's sleep and everybody was super excited and there was a pause and out of my mouth came, why? And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, why does this just come out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Again, very curious. Yes. Well, you know, I'm curious to know, she mentioned these two programs that humans can can sometimes fall themselves under. I'm, I'm just, just going to, I've got to interrupt. I'm sorry. Listen, Tori, we don't, uh, on this podcast, we've got to be careful about being too too curious. Okay. Why is that? Why is that? Good? Because we're talking about sex tonight. We are and connection. Whoa, 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 whoa! When, mm-hmm. did we, when did we agree to talk about sex on this podcast, Cody? No, that's been. I got permission. That's that's been absolutely the the whole intent. The only way I got you on here was telling you that we we're going to talk about <laughs> chocolate and uh, bunny rabbits. You can have chocolate and bunny rabbits without sex, Cody. That's how I got you on the show on Easter. <laughs> On Easter, that's right. <laughs> well, you know what? All right. I had a chocolate bunny rabbit collection, and it lasted eight years. So every wow. year I would collect a chocolate bunny. But by eight, by year eight, the first one had gotten eaten by the moth, and then I, I next the adventure. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, so, so the more of the story is your chocolate bunny is going to get eight. Yeah, they don't last forever. Okay. Is. Is that some parallelism that's going on there? Yes, yes. parallelism okay. and dualism happening at the same time. At the same time, called trialism. Well, we're going to talk talk about oneness and union and actually love making instead of sex, which is far more interesting. Yeah, technically, sex is a scientific word created by scientists in a lab somewhere. Oh wow! Are you saying that human beings were created? 
no the 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 technical word sex was created in the lab by some scientists what carolyn was talking about is the natural beautiful spiritual side of it which is love making and and foreplay and all these other things but the word sex is a technical scientific term created by people who don't understand what it is because they don't do it but when you make love like like you make tomato sauce you make tomato sauce right when you make love you literally make love love is one of the most highest frequency in this world is one of the most highest energies in this world like mm. you know like yeah people, yeah cody we just, we just use yeah, the word actually we make it like we create it through connecting in a certain way Mm. it is a beautiful thing it, it is a beautiful thing it ends up a lot of times creating beautiful creatures or or or, or humans well see with, with the bonding based love making sort of what this woman discovered is that we have two programs one leads to babies and and being bored with each other and just basically propagating the species and the other one the other way that you can learn leads to not having babies because there's a way that you can make love and have a uh, it's not the kind of orgasm you normally have, but it's it's a different kind of high without mm. having babies. And okay. you can you can enjoy yourself on and on and on and on and forever. And it makes it so that a completely different set of hormones get triggered gets triggered in your brain, a set of hormones that binds you to each other and makes it so that you literally can have honeymoon feelings for the rest of the life, for the rest of your life with the same person. Waking up next to the same person and be completely attracted and like physically attracted and just come like have rose colored mm. glasses for the rest of your life. And because of that also um, just have a lightheartedness and a completely different way of life together. Wow. Just to that wow. connection. Yeah. Well, Sign me up. <laughs> that was where I was going, Cody, with, with the curiosity and, and, and the two programs before you really interrupted me and told me I couldn't be too curious. I wanted to ask Carolyn, those two programs um, what's the computer language that's used to create those? Well, it's 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 actually doing things in the bedroom with each other that are very specific. And well, programs so programs are computer, and they're they are yeah, software they are based. So therefore, they have to have a programming language to create them. And I'm just trying to understand what that is, so that I I can learn that programming language. Yeah. So the one that the the first one we already know because that's how we have made love or have had sex up until this point. The second one is not a language that you will know or understand because it's literally not something that you have or most of us have. Um, so it's literally like learning a new language, like learning Chinese from scratch without knowing that it's Chinese. So mm. it has to do with being willing to go into the unknown and make love in a completely, and when I say completely, completely different way than um, we're used to, and uh, I don't know how graphic you want me to. <laughs> Cody, um, Cody made this podcast explicit from day one, so you do what you want to do. Um, so we in this in this way of lovemaking, we're um, it's called bonding based lovemaking, and it includes a lot of um, bonding behaviors that are called kissing and eye gazing and things like that. But you don't even have to be hard to make love in this kind of world, and you don't even move much to make love in this kind of world. That the key kind of to it is to be together and learn to relax really deeply. And when you can do that together, you start floating like um, I imagine it would be if you had taken mushrooms or something. It feels like you're starting to float away on cloud nine. So Whoa. it's a very 
it's a very different experience. It has nothing to do with like genital stimulation or anything like that. That's as much as I can so, tell you without you trying it probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, no, this is good. This is actually phenomenal because, you know, one of the things that I, I think that we want to make sure we get out here is that, you know, how, you know, how we connect people to you mm-hmm. and, and make sure that you know, they can learn because I'll be married 25 years uh, in just four months, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't always peaches and cream. Nope. Um, and so maintaining the connection and maintaining that, that relationship uh, for me is one of the, the keys to what we were able to use to kind of bring ourselves back together. And it wasn't sex. It wasn't making love. It wasn't the, that particular intimacy. It was us being intimate with our, our brain, with our relationship focus on who she is, who I am. And, and then we, we kind of went that route. And so it's just fascinating that there's, you know, there are people out there that are focused on healing the marriage and healing that, that energy and correcting the, the mindset and yeah, putting people I mean, in, you know, in that direction. One third of all American marriages are sexless. It's like the, it's a silent epidemic and men suffer just as much as women. It looks a little different, you know, but it's torture for mostly for them, for the men it's torture because they can't do it right either way. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the women, um, they're not happy either, you know, mostly. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Yeah, it's, it becomes a very cyclical issue, right? Where you start drawing, you're, you're, you want to draw close to each other, but that experience actually draws you further away. And so it's longer and longer in between the, the lovemaking and and then the fulfillment in the, the physical goes away. It It absolutely makes sense. Yeah, and you start draining um, each other, whereas when you mm-hmm. learn how to be together in this way, you actually start to um, feel nourished and more alive through being together. Well, on that, on that path, if we were to revisit intimacy mm-hmm. and talk about just intimacy, what is, the, what is this way of thinking? How does that influence our understanding of intimacy? So basically, I think the first thing is to understand that there's really these two programs. We don't know this. We don't learn this in school. And then to become curious, and Marnia Robinson, who's the author who wrote the Cupid's Poison Arrow book, she wrote about two, like us having two pedals and to, for us to learn about what those two pedals are and then really being smart enough. So in, in a sense, we could link the, the procreation pedal to our lower nature, right, to our animal nature, to our... Yeah, just the species, survival of the species. And it just becomes choice. And like, do we want to continue on the earth more in like the animal, more bound, less free version? Or do we want to be free? And if we want to be free, I feel like this has a lot to do with overcoming our lower nature and stepping into a higher nature because you can't be deeply bonded and emotionally disconnected. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So inherently, you know, this is where that's where it gets tough when people transition from one to the other. They're going to have to start facing their emotions. They're gonna have to start um, you know, intimacy starts with yourself. But into me I see if you've been raised to this either discard or disconnect or just not embrace your own emotions, you can't have empathy for the world and you can't be connected to things around you. Right? Mm-hmm. 
this, this second pedal, the second way of love making, um, is a huge healing opportunity for all of us to come home to ourselves and um, just learn to relate with ourselves completely differently. And when we do that, then we can actually feel really safe in this world and be very connected and, and lead a life that's guided from our heart. Our heart keeps us safe. You know, we'll find that out pretty quickly. Yeah. Fantastic. Wow. I'm, I'm, literally, my mind's blown. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. You know, I, I think that the intent of this podcast was designed around you know, teaching people uh, and, you know, giving people some, some comedy, but the undertone is the connection that, that Tori and I have, not just with each other, but with, with others. And so thanks for sharing this incredible insight. And obviously, you know, I think we made people very curious about it. I know I am. Um, how do they, uh, how do they connect? How do people connect with you? Yeah, so the best way is to find me on Facebook. Um, it's all under my name, Carolyn Hauser. And um, I'm sure you guys have show notes. Um, I have a free Facebook group that's called Creating a Blissful Marriage. Um, I, I do host regular free training. So when you're in my Facebook group, you'll you'll get notifications and invitations. And um, yeah, it's like the best way to just find me and connect with me. I love connecting, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that in our, our uh, social post the creating a blissful marriage.com the facebook page and and share your you know, carolyn hauser website as well so people can, awesome. can connect with yeah. you both ways i have lots of resources on my website as well free trainings and things how long are your trainings what what do you what do you discuss in your trainings how do you go through training go, sessions yeah i just go into a little bit more depth like what it really takes to bring somebody back that's kind of split in the roommate zone or is on a roller coaster and i just kind of break it down and i share them share with them more about the process and they're usually like 45 minutes to an hour long and when you start your your training sessions does it start with the song by queen uh, i want to break free um not yet but that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> just make sure that you get it cleared, okay? Just make sure. You yeah, oh yeah. See, oh. I used to dance to music on my Facebook lives, and I was longer than those. Six, that was like minutes, and that was the mistake I made. Ah. Oh. Invited people to have dance parties with me. <laughs> that's awesome. You would think you would think that's content creation, so somehow yeah. that would that would you know be kind of a, a way to get around that because you're actually creating content as opposed to just stealing someone else's content. We needed that music. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing, uh, Tori. Do you have any other questions or insights? I know that you're very curious. About I this. did you have a question for Carolyn that we did uh -oh. not prepare her. Uh, crap. For uh -oh. Carolyn, this is what I was telling you about. This is what I was telling you about. I, I knew it was going to happen. I, I, I knew yeah. it was going to happen. Oh uh, yeah. This is the mystery question. Wow, we actually have a, a segment for it now. I like that, Cody. Well done. Thank you. I'm scared. <laughs> no, um, based off of everything you said and shared with us and enlightened us, edified us, why is it so easy to destroy a relationship but so difficult to maintain one? That is a very good question. I think because deep down... And when I say deep down in our subconscious, we as a species have had so have it ha have had it hard, and 
we're like wired for survival in a sense and not wired to for our own pleasure right for our own thrival and we're really one of the first generations that has the luxury to not just work our ass off basically but to really have these higher aspirations you know when you look at the Maslow pyramid self-realization and these kinds of things are kind of higher up on the pyramid and so I I think it's, it's an evolutionary process and we're right now going through the process and it's a little painful but I I'm hopeful that we're all evolving that our brains are evolving to so we can all allow ourselves better things on you know from not consciously but subconsciously that like our subconsciousnesses are all um still programmed and impacted from the generations before mm-hmm. wow. that didn't have it so easy that's great response <sighs> i was i was thinking um, something a little a little less creative a little less probably not quite as real i think that it came down to we'd like ice cream and um <laughs> We choose ice cream over the marriage, over the relationship. And that's usually why, Tori. That's what I thought. I mean, listen, I could be totally wrong, but I was just so. I'm glad that you asked Carolyn and not me. But I'm saying the same thing because there's like deep ingrained pleasure centers in our brain and they get stimulated by certain things. And so we still fall for the old stuff instead of going for the new stuff. Yeah. Cody. So that actually just, that, just ha- that just happened. Your simplified, you know, um, rudimentary response actually aligns with what Carolyn was saying. It's because it was so simplified and rudimentary. Had I, I added I anything in there. Process, you know, sometimes I need the translation so people can actually understand <laughs> what I'm saying. So thank you. <laughs> I don't that's think you awesome. give yourself enough credit, Cody. I think that's why they call you the dragon. <laughs> I do I do I bring the, the fire. Yeah. Yes, dragons are fun to ride. Oh wait, yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. No, no it's true. It's very true. Actually, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and eat and edit that out, please. Thank you. Carolyn said that one third of marriages are sexless, and I thought to myself, "Yeah, that's not true for Tori and I." <laughs> you guys and then I, and then I realized that sounds like we're yeah. married, and I wasn't meaning that. So that's why I didn't say it. I'm glad. <laughs> see, see, you know how you used intellect to stop yourself from saying that, where I did not. Nobody thought that until you just painted that picture. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with some of the craziness that Tori and I have gone through. I, that there, there's a possibility there. Uh, I'm just. I just don't remember it. So, Carolyn, um, we're gonna segue segue into the next segment, which is called Word of the Week, or as Cody has um, eloquently framed it, Watawa. 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 Oh, it wasn't sex. Um. Not sure. Well, I think it. I think it ties in really nicely to what what we're uh, what we went through. Well, the word of the week is, is not sex for sure. It is definitely not sex, but it's a word that is uh, absolutely synonymous with sex, minus the syn- synonym. Do we have to guess this? Is that how this works? No, actually, so, what you have to do is you have to guess the definition. Definition after we, after we give oh. you the word. The word of the week, grok, G-R-O-K, grok. It's a shoe that's made from rubber. Mm. And it's also a nickname for a Tampa Bay tight end. And it's also 
a misspelling of the word rock g. Mm. And it's actually a superhero that's part of the Guardians of Galaxy. That is also very, very accurate. You are knocking it out of the park here. So Grok, well, Tori, I'm going to let you take the first stab at it. Grok means six. False. Carolyn, would you like to take a swing at guessing the definition of the word of the week, which is Grok? Well, in German, we have a word groggy, and it means exhausted, so I don't know if that's related to any any of it. Uh, that's, that's, that's my best bet. Well, you are both absolutely destroying the definition of grok. <laughs> I have no idea what, I've never heard this word. And that's okay, because I'm going to bring you into understanding and thorough understanding so that it is not only a word that you get, but you use it intuitively. You can use this and really get, get it into your, your subconscious so that you can communicate it sympathetically at the same time as intuitively. Uh, okay, the, can, can, I, can I take one more shot at it, Cody? Yeah, okay. yeah, go ahead. Yes, please. It is a neologism coined by American writer Robin A. Caroline for his 1961 science fiction Stranger in a Strange Land. There is some potential truth around that. That sounded like you just Googled that. Nope. I don't <laughs> use Google. I use Microsoft Bing. Thank you. He binged it. <laughs> he he nailed it. So that that is a very good trivia question that folks could use to learn learn the origin of the word grok, but it means to understand thoroughly and intuitively or to communicate sympathetically. And Carolyn has really brought brought home to us her ability to connect with us. Let us understand very thoroughly what she means. We were able to absorb, and uh, and thank you for uh, letting us grok the content. Is is that all right if we just post on our social media and, and everything that when it comes to Carolyn, we just grokked it in? If I'm fully grokking what you're saying, yes, you've grokked it, Cody. You've grokked it. Oh, that's wonderful. Grok, G R O K. That was wonderful. Thank you, Carolyn. Any questions for that sucker or the dragon? Um, are you going to tell your wife about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we let them listen to the podcast every single time. Good. Yes. Um, yeah. I, already, I already told you, and she was, how are you guys going to deal with that? <laughs> Carolyn's a powerhouse. And I was like, because you ain't seen us with the dragon and that sucker hat. Oh, watch out. Watch out. And you know what? Bonus for you listeners and for Carolyn. Urban Dictionary's definition of grok. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no. Is when you throw up in your mouth and it tastes like the opposite of the excellent steak you just ate. Oh, my God. Carolyn, did you smell that roadkill bacon in the summer sun? It was almost as bad as a bowl of grok. Do you also teach about food intelligence? Yeah. Well, it's part of it because it really mu- very much impacts our energy. So it's a, it's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We're going to have to uh, get you out there, share your social media. Uh, Carolyn, 
it'd be cool to get just a little bit of a, you know, a couple insights from you on some resources that you think people should look into before they join a class. And, uh, and we'll post it on our social as an introduction to the podcast and let everybody know to go come out here and listen to the podcast. So thank you for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. Thank you for your time. And before we wrap this up, Carolyn, I just have to ask you, do you have any questions for us regarding relationship connection? Um, do you want to start another podcast right now? I mean, we, I mean, we are, we are absolute experts. We are. And we didn't give you a chance to ask any questions so that you could learn as well. We just want to give you that opportunity before we wrap this. Yeah. Um, where do I find girlfriends that are as cool as you have found each other for each other? Oh boy. Yeah, they call have... me the big D for a reason. Oh boy. I'm not sure what that means, Dramer. But uh for all of you guys listening, and I guess girls listening, girls and guys, and you know what? I, I'm struggling with this this whole concept, especially in today's day and age. So for all the people that are listening, binary uh, non-binary. Well, you know, I, I like I, look, I just I I don't want to I don't want to get into all that because I, I struggle with it's a little confusing for me, but at the end of the day, Cody, where can people find Tadats and interact with Tadats and interact with Carolyn and interact with Carolyn while she's interacting with Tadats? Uh, yeah, one of the best places is to go to our website. Do we have a website? What's our what's do we don't have we don't have a website, Cody? I always forget that. That's my go to. I don't know why. I just you know I always go to that one. Actually, the best way to interact with us is through the gram or Facebook. You can find us at tadats.lol. If you want to just listen to the podcast, leave a message so that we can then tell you what to post and then repost what we told you to post in your name and probably change the words to all positive. Then you can go to find us on places like YouTube for some of our early content and our current content. Find us on any platform that you get your your, your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, you name it. We're out there. iHeartRadio. We're on Facebook po podcasting. So go out there, find us to that's.lol or the dragon and that sucker. And we would love to give you content to post on our content about how to find Carolyn's content. Bam. What'd you think about that, Carolyn? My brain is pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Thanks for joining us on this journey. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Make sure to check back with us to see where we end up next. Toodles.